The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast. Welcome to it. Yes, it's uh, 2017. And this is our first episode of the year. And yes, it's the... uh, uh, fireside chat episode. I said it. Okay, yeah. I got, if you stay till the end, it's the fireside chat. It's place your bets now. At which moment I will break down. Two minutes in, three minutes in. <laughs> it's a drinking game. Uh, yeah. So that's at the end. This uh, episode is called Rubles, and we want to thank all of you for the past year, 2016, and the success of this show and. And it's all because of you. Thank you very much. And that's what the Fireside Chat's all about, so I'll save that. All right? That's toward the end. You'll get your thanks then, buddy. <laughs> uh, we do up front want to thank our uh, fine sponsors who pay for the party each and every time. Uh, of course, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection opens seven days a week. Their hold service is free. And with that, you get a discount of 10% off purchases of $20 or more. And you get the previews catalog for free. You'll never miss a thing. 2043 East, 3300 South. I'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. And, of course, our old friend Dave at Cabin Fever, your go-to shop for licensed action figures, tin signs, lunch boxes, and gift wrap, located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. So I want to thank Chef Daniel, Chef Daniel Cantu, home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are just too darn busy. And if you're having food delivered to your house and you still have to prepare that meal, you're a sucker. Let Daniel do it. Cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. Say hi to him. Also want to thank uh, Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique, located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Black Velvet Boutique at 801 525 1583. They are open seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Visit them, 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Ask them about their free workshops as well. Uh, go to geekshowpodcast.com on the merch button. That's where all of our stuff is. We got videos there as well, and more stuff coming for the new year. Excited about 2017. Believe it or not, we've got something to look forward to. <laughs> all right. The episode is called Rubles. Let's get to it. It's just a jerk-off show. Well, the radio, a- the radio version of it's terrible. Does he know about that Geek Show podcast? <laughs> Close your ears if you haven't read it. I don't really give a shit if you have or not. It's a book. And then she lets you peck her on the cheek. He's fat and old. Oh, there's a new Evil Dead on the way, there's- and it's scary as hell. And if, if Akira is motorcycles chasing, then he can do it. I'll plug my business after I get done being vulgar. Oh, Thank God okay. we got through the sponsors. Geekshowpodcast.com Welcome back to the basement. Woo! Hey there! Hello, everybody! And welcome to 2017. Oh, shit! I'm so glad Travolta's dead. (laughs) We're... That was fast. Out of the the, the hell mouth that was 2016. Yep. And into the hell mouth that was 2017. Now we're staring into the... Hell asshole. Unexplainable abyss. Hell anus. I'm curious. 2017. I'm curious how the the general strike that's being called is going to go over. (laughs) That's actually going to (laughs) happen. No. We'll see. Because, you know, if the whole whole country goes on strike on the 20th, uh, 
Is that a is thing? that a real thing? Yeah, I've not that heard of it. Yeah, what is no? It, it won't happen because people have no. been people have been beat down to the point where they don't resist anymore. But there is a there is a call for general strike on the twentieth, where people just basically don't go to work. January twentieth. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant like the generals would go on strike. No, generals a general strike to shut down the country on the oh, just everyone. No, all the, no, all the generals happen. are getting brand new fucking jobs. Yeah. This year. yeah. Well, no, you know, the the generals that have been uh, fired and disgraced are getting jobs. I actually just got a call that I'm being put over all uh, 8-bit music. Ah. So that's going to be fun. That's good, right? Fantastic. Yeah. You got experience. I'm glad that's a a station in the cabinet. I I wasn't going to announce this. Oh. But I've been nominated Uh uh, to be Secretary of Good Choices. Oh. You? Yeah, but that's you're not, not really a part of anything. Once again, you're not I, me. You're I not can, I can see really that. qualified. Once, once again, I once again, it's I bought the red car so I could shut it down. Like <laughs> yeah, I told right? you. I was going to ask what your qualifications were, but I think we're not worried about that anymore. Oh, oh, <sighs> I'm uh, I'm actually uh, de- leading the uh, Department of Agriculture uh, specifically over meat. Yeah, that's the meat my, tastery division that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, my dog Smokey. He's been nominated to the uh, Secretary of the Defense of Stinky Garbage Cans. Oh, I think he's gonna be great. Oh, well, he'll be, he'll be fine. Sounds like that. he's experienced. Yeah. Well, he tips him over and eats all the shit, makes oh. a total mess. But got, yeah, he bought the red. You know, he knows the other side, so he could tear it down. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got nominated to head of ATF. What is that? Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because I know so much about them. Well, you do, actually. Yeah. You've got a, a tertiary experience with it. Dude, I want to be your motherfucking advisor. Done. <laughs> You're in. Anyone else? That sounds like a conflict of interest. No. Oh. He only looks like a, an extra from Duck Dynasty. He is qu- Quad T. <laughs> hey, my beard's not that long yet. Not yet. You're it's getting there. Enough. No, your beard's on par with some of the women's. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> what? Uh, thanks. I, I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> anyway, well. check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot uh, podcast with Excitable James, Woo! Jaron, or Owen talking about gadgets, tech, and video games. Boom. <laughs> they, have a, they, have a, they have a Patreon. We do have they, a Patreon. We do. What? They have a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Gadget Spot. The Gadget Spot. We have like five donators, which is five more than I ever thought we'd get. Woo! Wow. Thanks, we, Mom. We discussed that, and then we laughed. Well, there's reasons we can't. Right. Yeah. There's technicality. Yeah. So many. There's a lot of shit. Uh, hi, Excitable James. Hello. I'm just uh, sitting in for temporarily for Jay, yeah. keeping it warm. Well, you're also back. on probation after that fucking last after week. Last that week. Mario bullshit. Oh, you wait. <laughs> 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 So you better Which be one? fucking on top of shit. Which episode, one was I'm that, guys? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? You two, Tony? At, really? At I'm sorry. Two. I saw an opening. At and I two, took it. Tony? I know. You can find me at JDD Jensen or slinging terrible freaking games. I'm going to come up. Okay, next next recording don't, session, don't do I'm going to come up don't with promise world anything. shattering okay. games. That was a mistake. World shattering games? World, a world shattering game that we're going to play. So one Final we, Fantasy VII. I know that shattered several worlds. One that we can play. That's the second. That's the second level in Mario Three. No, no, wait, no, wait. That wasn't the second level. That's the first castle in Mario Three. I will know. It's the second level. Is it the second level? You know what? I don't want to talk about this anymore. 
I don't give a shit now. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a shit now. He is Jimmy Martin. Oh, hey. So 2017? Yeah. I moved to Russia. Here it is. <laughs> I'm really? going to I'm going to go work for Putin. I'm going to control well, you fuckers. Every, everyone's working for Putin. <laughs> you're yeah, doing you did, it for you, did, Putin. you already are. <laughs> Everybody's working <laughs> for the Putin. Guys, it's pronounced Putin. Everybody likes a sack of chunks. <laughs> Everybody's standing in a bread line. Oh. <laughs> it's pronounced Putin. Is this so, on Main Street downtown? No, that's a delicious. He's not Canadian. Poutine is oh. French fries with gravy and Ever do curds. that again. Okay. Do not ever <laughs> disparage relate Vladimir Putin <laughs> to that delicious gravy-covered, oh, cheese-curd-covered Del- delicacy French fries it's good treat. Oh, doesn't feel good to get talked That's to. Does it, Tony? Oh, I'm used to it. That's because okay. Putin... <laughs> He's like, I've been this for years. <laughs> Putin is better than poutine. Whoa. Yeah. I'll tell you. You've you done it. Comrade you really Jimmy, are yeah. goose-stepping forward this you year, You want to kick up your poutine game. <laughs> Hello. Comrade <laughs> Jimmy, welcome to the motherland. He's, getting, he's getting on the winning team, <laughs> yeah. I guess. He's I'm, been well, he's Jimmy. He, he knows where the bread's buttered. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I'm trading my stocks up. <laughs> That's true. Uh, where can we find your stuff? Uh, uh, rubles.com. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> M- Middle-agedcomradeboners.com. Come on it. Oh my god. KSL, Big Movie Mouth Off, uh, Geek Show, Mediocre Show, uh, Arrow, and Rebian Slug. Privyet. Comrade Jimmy, give me seven rubles. Baka. Dosvadanya. Oh god. Russian. Oh man, Moscow is cold. Holy it is man. actually very Holy cold. Shit. It is. It's it's cold and it cold-hearted. Seems, it seems like the sun never shines. There. And I, I really hope you enjoy the collected filmography of Timur Bekmambetov. Oh yes. I mean, I'm not kidding. When when we went to Moscow, it was like it was like Hollywood made it. Uh huh. It was always cloudy. Yeah. Oh. It was cold as fuck. Yeah. And. It was like, like I said, it was like a Hollywood set. It's like, build me Moscow. There it is. That's, it's like that's, a caricature of so, itself. Kind yes, of thing. they, it, did, they when, didn't change uh, anything in the in the movies. Basically, no. It <laughs> was, when 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 Beck Mambatov did the Night Watch and Day Watch movies, he, yeah. he didn't even have to like do anything for special <laughs> effects. It was all there are already vampires there. I I, I swear the the entire three days we were in Moscow, the sun did not shine. It was gray. It. it St. Petersburg, the sun well, came out. In Russia, the sun, does not shine, and the sun does not shine on you. You shine, shine on, on the, the sun. sun. I guess. Let's go right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell of a subway system, though. Anyway. <laughs> you know there's werewolves in it. <laughs> That's all I got going for it. Is, it is the Russian metro. And I've, and I've told the story before. We were walking through Red Square at midnight, and we'd been drinking copious amounts of Russian I'm so, like, And I was going to go to this. I'm so I wish you'd have went. It, it was great. It was... Could have seen the gray skies. Well, I was like Moscow. seventeen. It was it was went. it was the end of my marriage and the beginning of my new life. Yeah. How big were the roads there? I hear that they like had you... to make the roads bigger. You say that your life started again in Moscow. I know. Weird. Please right? tell me more and into the microphone. I'll, I'll tell you after in the break. Ah. The eagle has landed. The uh, eagle yeah. has landed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but we're walking through Red Square at night, and we're with one of our guides, and he just he loved everything about America. And uh, I like your Billy like, Jean. He's like, I like the market, Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about your Colonel Potter. But, but he starts, you know, there, there are these guards over there, the Russian guards with their AK-47s and their big coats and everything, right. and they're standing in front of Lenin's tomb. 
And John Lennon? Yeah. And he <laughs> and, and the guy oh. that we were with <laughs> Yoko really fucked up. <laughs> could, I was gonna say you could you could do the the, the line from Big Lebowski. You could yell it. Vladimir, Uli, Lennon! <laughs> Out of your element, anyway. Uh, uh, very, very, uh, very fond of riding through the countryside, drunk off his ass on a donkey. Yes. Oh, that's Marks. Sorry. So Wrong he guy. starts. Huh. He starts uh, yelling at, at Lennon. This the guard, drunk the guy. This drunk Russian. This little drunk Russian guy. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you, Lennon! <laughs> you know, doing the whole thing. And so Bill and I are like, come on, come on. We're guiding you now, stupid. This is fucked up, okay? This tomb starts opening up. Like, oh, no. Mecca Lennon, no! <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're going to get all of us killed here. All right? Lennon? I just want to know. I just want to know, Carrie, is Red Square have any red in it? Yes. Okay. The bricks. On the, well, that's, uh, it is actually called Red, red Square, yeah. Yep. And you can follow anyway. them to someplace not quite like Oz. <laughs> So we walked down behind St. Basil's Cathedral because allegedly we'd be able to catch a cab out there. And <laughs> he gets away from us while he's looking for a cab. He's like, he, I'm going to stand in the middle of the road. Yeah. Sounds like your guide was a squirrely bastard. He was a squirrely bastard. <laughs> he's in the middle of the road looking for, you know, going to get us a cab. And a car comes sailing up. And hits him. Oh shit! <laughs> Just straight up hits him for well, real. It it the side. It was like it was like the rear view mirror on this passenger side. Yeah. God, kind of gave him a whack. Whap. <laughs> Spun him around. <laughs> Hello. It was like a cartoon. And we're like, dude, are you okay? Are you okay? And he says, uh, I am fine. Fucking Lennon. I am fine. I will pick you up in the morning to take you to your train, so you can take the train out. Get to you know to to get to your free country where the airplane is and all to that. Get to I bet that squirrely bastard showed up in the morning too. Huh? He did not. Oh, because <laughs> no. he was the, dead. The, the Lenin guards got him. Well, his his uh, the 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 woman uh, who was also guiding us around showed up and said, uh, "Yeah, he uh, he broke his arm." Oh, oh. So the license plate on the car was L N N G S T. Forever, Lenin ghost. Lenin's ghost. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, I, I I assumed that he is yeah. okay. How much did you pay Yakov Smirnov to take you around? I know, right? I <laughs> seven rubles. It felt it's, like it's I was good being price. by him. Good price. Good price. We get you strong, strong man who can take it from car. Yeah. Great. Take, st- take this bread. We're still introducing the uh, panel. Yeah, that's oh, right. 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 How far? How far have we gotten? We got through James. Yeah. James. Yeah. This is a good third show, you guys. Thank <laughs> you for, for keeping track. Lee George Cade. I, I am Lee George Cade. Yes, <laughs> you are. Hi, Hello. I was going to say something about the best way to serve poutine, and then I realized that that has nothing to do with my vegan restaurant. Oh. I will, I will preface it. Uh, if you really want to do poutine right, <clears throat> and right. you're not a vegan, yeah. uh, that's hurt me to say, uh, slices of pastrami on the mm. base, mm. and then cover oh, that farts. with your poutine. Oh man! Mm. So God damn it! Sounds, I gotta go. Anyway, I you know I don't I don't eat meat anymore, but I can tell you great ways to do it. So anyway, <laughs> if you don't want to eat meat, uh, Fresh Eatery One Forty Five East, Thirteen Hundred <laughs> South, Suite Two Hundred One. I don't have anything like pastrami or poutine. Yeah, but you should be. You know, you've got the crunch wrap you superior. Big team. Vegan oh, poutine has man. been done, and it's easy to get the fries and the gravy done. But the the cheese curds, the squeaky cheese yeah. curds yeah. that start to melt a little bit, 
That's not a hard. Yeah, but your macaroni, you got you might not make good Yeah, but cheese. it's not cheese curds. That's yeah. a, that's a there's something it's about the texture. The texture. Uh, yeah, it's it a texture so, thing. I think almond cheese might work. Almond cheese might work or I might actually make a, a cheese and and not melt it all the way and maybe mm-hmm. put a little extra salt in it. Just make it from consenting women's breast milk. No, Tony, I don't think I'm going to do that. Okay. <laughs> I, I appreciate your hey, input. Hey, you know what? I just try just to solve problems. A, I think you and James should open a business together. <laughs> just have a really, like, I don't want inspiring... him dragging me down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, I'll, the I'll, music. I'll, are you guys hiring? <laughs> <laughs> so I hear there's yeah, I need a partner. video game themes. I'm in. <laughs> or you could just have a really inspiring conversation with a cow. <laughs> no. I feel like he's no. giving me consent. Like, it starts out I like, mean, no. like I mean, she. Yeah, if, it, if it's a boy cow, I don't think Mew. that's the kind of cheese we By the want. End of the <laughs> Mew. Yeah, I don't speak cow. Boobies and breast milk. Boobies and breast milk. He's having a really inspiring conversation with a cow in his head right now. He's Shannon Bardson. Mew. Uh, yeah, that's who I am. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shannon, you ended it right there. Just. <laughs> Come to my goddamn pub quiz, you jerks. Uh, it's uh, every Wednesday at the Lucky 13. Yes. 8 o'clock. Pause for dramatic Get effects. a hamburger. Oh. Maybe buy a jacket. I love my jacket. They have jackets there? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't you know that. My you jacket? wore that to the Rogue One premiere. Oh, shit. Right? Oh, I got it right here. Got it right there. Oh. Oh, it's a Lucky 13 jacket? Oh. Oh, oh those are nice. Oh. Oh, oh look at that. Oh. What's Ooh. weird is there's exotic meats packed into the jacket. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. This this week he's actually packing emu burgers. Oh, and, and I'm jacket. still off work, and I I'm back in Utah. Woo! Stay Woo! off the roads. Do not look me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's that last one because I got some important. shit to prove. Oh, <laughs> some shit to prove to 2017. Right. I guess so. Uh, let's see. Did we introduce everyone? Did we get everybody. No. And we have well, a on, host. Oh, no, we didn't get James. Oh, oh we get... talked about me enough. Oh, oh, it's our host. It's our host, Mr. Gary Jackson. What? Oh, hi. Yay. Yay. Now, on this one, is this is this it? No. What's, well, I see half. One, two. Well, I was going to say. First what? month, second day. No, Today no, no, no. no. the second of January. So is is this the end of the show? You're doing it? I don't know. Whether it was last week's show or this oh, week's show, it was last week's show. Oh. You're still very broken up. About well, last week's it. show would have been oh, last week's show would have been the 26th. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know yet. As, hmm. as of this recording, hmm. I don't listen to that shit. All right. The captain's gonna make you cry. I make myself. cry. I would I imagine the captain. It would, to, it would be the last show. We'll see. Probably right. Well, I like to put on a festive sweater. You guys, stop pressuring him. He's got a cold. <laughs> yeah. Listen, do me a favor. Would you build that? Got it. All right. <laughs> I got that. Just trying to keep it busy. Yeah. Stay busy. I got that. In- <laughs> so you don't make any more games. No, you're going to need a tool for that. You can't just do it by hand. So you need to go buy a tool. Is this I, got the, from- I got that at Disneyland. I'll get, it, tool? I'll, I'll get it during the break. I need tweezers for you it. You need tweezers. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a metal sculpture. It's really cool. I wanted to ask you if I could put this together for you. This looks really exciting. It's the metal sculpture R2-D2 set uh, from Star R Wars. But it's uh, <laughs> R Wars. But it's 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 just pieces. They give you pieces of sheet metal, yeah. and you you build them. Did you? They had some really good looking ones that were uh, like Marvel, like the Iron Man costume. Yeah. Did that you was a great uh, one. did you go to the Builder Droid section at the gift shop right I off? Star didn't Wars? make it. No. There are like ten <clears throat> different types of R two D twos you can build. Mm-hmm. Astromechs, like every Ooh. type of head, every mm. type of body, every type of leg. 
every color, <coughs> and and there's just a bin. You just sort through them and build them. And it's the the standard action figure They're the three size? and three quarter inch. You know the dream scale. That is neat. Yeah, that's and, very cool. And so you could for I think twenty five dollars you could build three of them, and have them in a little blister card. Mm. Yeah. They'll package them for you too. No, you package it yourself. Whoa. I love theme parks have become the mecca of just rackets, in the sense sure. that you spent what. Hundred dollars to get in into yeah. Disneyland. Can't I spend a hundred dollars to get into Universal? Oh, and that's not. Even, yeah, I was going to say that's not even peak pricing. No. Yeah, and and then uh, the first thing Ken and I did when we went to the Universal Studios, got into line to, to buy wands at the yeah. Harry Potter land. Yeah, fifty bucks a pop. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No, I my my the one that they got me on is is my daughter had this uh, interaction with a Wookiee. Yeah. Uh, and she's Whoa. bawling because oh that broke my heart. Yeah, she's just <laughs> I, bawling because she, she was having a good time, and then she rounds the corner, and here's the best Chewbacca ever made. Yeah, yeah. not in the movie, and she just falls forward and he hugs her. Oh, that and, that yeah. made my trip when oh, I yeah. I saw a little kid. He finally met Chewbacca. Oh God! And that Chewbacca is amazing. And it was real. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was just like, oh, well, Jesus Chewbacca is tall and skinny, like Peter made yeah. him skinny, right? So it's perfect. And so I, they give me the disc, and I get home, and I'm like, I've got like a dozen pictures of my daughter mm-hmm. hugging yeah. Chewbacca. I've got to see at five bucks a pop. Mm. Oh sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's or, or for fifty or forty dollars, you but can unlock all of them. Two things. One is with the wands. It was so fun because you can interact with like windows, and like you do, like you have to do a certain motion, and yeah. it opens, you know, locks and blah, blah blah. It's kind of fun. But like Cat and I were just being stupid idiots, like on the rides, like like we just like would wave our wands, like it doesn't do shit. We're like, yeah, woo! <laughs> and, you know, but the other thing you mentioned the Chewbacca, or you mentioned Chewbacca. Yeah. My favorite text uh, from Carrie in a while was like what about a month ago now? I guess. Yeah. I I sent him a picture when I met. Like, we were both down to LA at the same time. And I sent a picture that I met Dave Chappelle. And Gary just sent a picture of him with Chewbacca. He goes, yeah, but I met Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> one up. One up. Um, yeah, the uh, the meet and greet section over there. In, uh, Did you see the Chewbacca? Or, I, I mean, saw, the Darth Vader? I saw the I saw the Vader, interacted yeah. with him. That dude was intense. And Boba Fett. Oh, they yeah. have Boba Fett out. I was hoping that they'd have uh, Kylo Ren because he with, scares the shit out of me. Vader, uh, Vader messed with my kid. Like with Max, what? really, my twenty-year-old, mm. because he was being cool and he didn't want to be anywhere near the rest of the group while Vader was doing the whole thing, trying to accuse Rachel of being a rebel spy mm-hmm. and that she had the plans and all this other shit. And he just looks at Max, who has been conditioned to obey Lord Vader since he was a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he looks at Max and he goes like this, and he points at the ground right in front of him. And the kid's like, you know, he's a twenty-year-old cool kid, right? No, you obey Vader. So he just stood there meekly next to him for like five minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of shaking because. Well, those guys are intimidating. Like they're in full-on character and everything. Well, and I don't, yeah, I don't know how they. We'd have to ask Z how they do it. Because how they do the voice lines? The voice lines. I Rachel's convinced that he was actually just doing the best James Earl Jones in the world because mm. it was all. Either they've got somebody with the world's best soundboard. Yeah. Who's like, oh, oh, how does this interact? Because he was like full on interrogating. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out yeah. how they were doing that. And the sounds were coming from the yeah. actor. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like speakers oh. around They you. must have had like yeah. a speaker inside of it. Yeah. It's either like a voice but, modulator but he's, or something. He's like full on interrogating us and using proper gender pronouns and all this other shit mm-hmm. during the interrogation. Yeah. So yeah. All I can figure is there's somebody behind the window. With with the soundboard, like you said, or they're only letting seven foot tall dudes with awesome James Earl Jones impersonations <laughs> play Vader, or maybe James Earl Jones has a new job. <clears throat> Could be he's standing sure. behind the microphone. I can't stand anymore. I... Anthony Daniels told me yeah, about he's, this. He's got a good, <laughs> be careful not to choke like, on your ambition. Recommendation from Anthony Daniels, and he's like, the corn dogs are fucking fantastic. Let me just say this: all the corn I finally dogs had one. You can. They're eat. not bad. The corn dogs. <laughs> 
from the Corn Dog Castle. Oh, I didn't tell you guys that. Anyway, when we were at the down in LA too, we saw we, we got to watch the uh, premiere of Rogue One from my my buddy Ryan's uh, mm-hmm. law office. Right in front of uh, out his window was the X Wing. And where they were standing taking pictures, and Anthony Daniels walked up, and I go, Anthony, you want a corn dog? I got two. <laughs> did you really? Yes, I did. Why does everyone ask me about corn dogs? <laughs> He's like, yes. Uh, but I, but I went down. The original reason to, reason to go down was because uh, I hadn't seen any of the Star Wars shit. But they're closing the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror down yep. there. Yeah. And I wanted to go on it because I was there for the grand opening. We did a big media thing and there was a party and and so I thought, oh, you know, closing and ending, sure. It's such a good ride. Yep. I such love that a good ride. ride. And uh, how they're going to turn it into a Guardians of the Galaxy thing, that stuff that it's out there online. They have ideas. I trust them. I'll be sad to see the Twilight Zone go, but it still exists in Florida. But if that ends up being Marvel Land that if that zone oh, yeah. worth it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I think I think it's in, you know, it's the end of an era and it's time mm-hmm. for the next chapter. But speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. The soundtrack which I love. Yeah. Should I open my laptop up now or should I wait? That's, we don't want to hear any more goddamn no. Super Mario music. Damn. That's that's a game I could play. <laughs> um 70s pop. Oh, all right, I'll, the, I'll write that down. The most uh, recent trailer uh, utilized, of course, uh, Sweet's Fox on the Run. And we do know that at the footage screened at Comic-Con earlier this year, they used Come a Little Bit Closer by Jay and the Americans and The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. So we know those three songs. Okay. Uh, but uh, James Gunn has been posting on his Facebook and, and all that. That's you, you get all kinds of information from him there. He was talking about the, uh, someone asked him about Volume 2. Mm-hmm. He says, the second soundtrack is great. I think it's a more diverse soundtrack. I think the first soundtrack had a bunch of songs that maybe you heard but didn't know the name of the song or you didn't know the name of the singer. In this one, we have some really incredibly famous songs and then some songs that people have never heard. So it's much more diverse of a soundtrack. So lots of Ram Jam. <coughs> I wouldn't put it past him to have some Ram Jam in there. Yeah, that, <laughs> some Black Betty? Yeah. Yeah, that would fucking... Black Betty had a child. Damn thing ran wild. But uh, but keep in mind, the reason that the songs are on there is they are chosen by his mother. So, I mean, I was surprised that she put Cherry Bomb on there, frankly. She was pretty punk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it says, um, I mean, and then the article that I read about this, is, it talks about how important the awesome mix is to the universe. It's actually a character in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, it says, uh, the songs just aren't fun. They, their specificity makes them work wonders within right. this corner of the cinematic universe. These songs represent uh, awesome mixtapes Peter Quill's mother created for him before she died, allowing them to act as an emotional foundation for the entire film. It's a horrible cliche to say that a movie soundtrack acts as a character, but each song in the first Guardians of the Galaxy represents the world Star-Lord left behind on Earth and his dearly departed mom. So uh, that's why the... The songs are, which ones they choose are quite important, actually. When, so they're anyway. all, when they're all together in Infinity War, I want to see Tony Stark take the tape and put it, like, in his suit and, oh, like, start, and start and playing it. it. <laughs> start oh, playing. so the, the tape. Yeah, yeah, you had a story about the tape. Yeah, it's a, it's a tape that James Gunn found in Michael Rooker's car. 
What do you mean? The, it's an the old, physical prop? The old, no, not the physical prop. That's something they made for the... But the whole idea behind Awesome Mix Volume 1 uh-huh. is hanging out with Rooker in his car, and here's a tape... It says Awesome Mix Volume 1 on it. Oh, oh it really? It? And that's yeah. how the name? <laughs> yeah, because they've been buddies forever. That's yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, that's the whole that's genesis awesome. of Awesome Mix is you're, you're driving around with Michael Rooker, as you do. America's favorite right. racist. <laughs> James Gunn's was, kind of a badass. It like, was probably when they were doing uh, Slither. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and, you know, and I hate to, like, I'm not a name dropper, but I, I met him twice. Mm-hmm. And super nice guy. No, he's incredibly nice. Yeah, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Yeah. I'd like to go drinking with him. Sure. That would be some inter- interesting conversations with that. <laughs> I would love to go drinking with him. Anyway, all right, let's uh, take a break and we'll be a- after these messages. We'll be right back. Cabin Fever is your go to shop for licensed action figures, tin signs, lunch boxes, and gift wrap. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Picture it 1982. A year before the Salt Lake Flood. Yes, we had one. Great films like The Thing, Blade Runner, Poltergeist, among others, are hitting the theaters. A little shop opened up in daunting downtown Salt Lake City called Cabin Fever, and they have been going ever since. Stop by Cabin Fever, let your geek flag fly, because being around for 35 years as a local shop catering to the meek, geek, and freak in in the community, it's not as easy task in our great state. Hell, anywhere. I mean, give your business to locals. Dave is a super nice guy, and he loves Geek Show podcast listeners. So just go in and, and, and just browse. The, it's just amazing the stuff they have, from lunchboxes to tin signs, licensed merch, magnets, retro candy, the perfect coffee mug, whatever. Cabin Fever is now located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. What have you been up to for the last 35 years? Stop by and let Dave know at Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Smells great, tastes even better. Full service catering and home delivery service from Geek Show friend of the program, Chef Daniel Cantu. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are too busy. Or maybe you've decided to make a change in your diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking. Daniel's menus change weekly. You can order as much or as little as you'd like. There's a $40 minimum. No commitment to order every week. Chef Daniel, yes, I knew you were going to ask, can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, dairy-free. Chef Daniel sources a lot of his ingredients locally when possible because we've got farmer's markets, ranchers, dairies, and bakeries all over. He can also do catering like he's done for us. Catering is available for all sorts of special events, weddings, business lunches, parties, anniversaries third shows, what have you, go to his website, cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. You can submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel directly, 801-359-6035. He's done a great job for us in the past, and you will get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Hey, everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh, yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Cats Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. 
With 17 years experience, Kat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Kat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Kat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yes. And yeah, welcome back. Woo! Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, here. This show's philosophy has always been... Don't be that dick. Don't be that dick. But also, you can be a Star Wars fan... And a Star Trek fan. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm totally bi. And a Space 1999 I'm s- fan. I'm so bi. I love yeah. uh, I love uh, Star Wars, Star Tracks. Time Tunnel. I love, uh, I love the you. DC and the Marvels. But so there, I'll take it however I can get but it. There, there are people who are Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah. Still. They're just limiting their we, we just want horizons. You to, yeah, we want you to come with us. Uh, so the debate in fandom for Ace of Star Wars versus Star Trek and now Foursquare uh-huh. is finding out the differences between the two. This is the location-based app. Mm-hmm. Foursquare. Uh, local intel- a location intelligence company looked at users who checked into screenings of last year's Force Awakens uh-huh. and this summer's Star Trek Beyond. And they checked in, so then they followed them after that. Oh, oh, yeah. You're being followed. Yeah. I didn't know that. Sure. You're telling me all this technology is being used to track me? I know, and right? To, and to maybe... Cater to my advertising whims. This, this is an app developed to let you know where you've let people know where you've been. Exactly, you know they're they're tagging you the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. They know exactly where you're at. So they looked at what other places those users visited. A few of the findings: Star Wars fans are twenty six percent more likely to visit a dive bar than the average Foursquare City Guide and Foursquare Swarm user. Hmm. Huh? It's because they want to feel like they're on Tatooine. Star Trek fans are 68% more likely to visit a gay bar. Oh, interesting. Infinite diversity and infinite combinations. Star Wars fans are more likely to visit a baseball stadium, 74%. Hockey Hmm. rinks, 24%. Cycle studios, 25%. Cycle studio, what's that? It'd be an exercise. Bicycle. uh, Oh, bicycle. Okay, yeah. yeah. Star Trek fans are more likely to visit smoothie shops, 25%. The Lego store, a whopping 118%. Wow. Which is weird because there are no Star Trek Legos. No. No, yeah. they're, they're uh, Mega Bloks. Yeah. Has that license. And Panda Express, 37%. <laughs> they love their orange chicken. We love the orange chicken. Trek fans are, this is, this is and this is true, Trek fans are 75% more likely to visit an airport lounge. Oh. Because uh, goddamn right I am. Yeah. Right. Foursquare notes that just because one category appears on a Star Wars side doesn't mean that Star Trek users don't also like right. those places, vice versa. They just say it means that one segment has a greater affinity by a margin of at least 10 for, for these bars places. And orange chicken. It's a good life. Hey, let's go get some, uh, <laughs> let's go get some uh, uh, orange chicken to go to the gay bar. <laughs> oh, let's all load Foursquare on our phones. <laughs> no. I bet you nobody at this table has Foursquare on their phone. I, nope. I, I do. do. No, no. You do? I do. I or, just had no interest in it. Yeah. It's do, you, like, do you actively participate in the Foursquare community, James? So, sometimes the way that I use social media is almost as like a living journal. Because I think it's cool like in the future to go back and see where you were at certain times. Because yeah. I, I, I'm not a good... I don't keep up at home 
actively writing a journal, but yeah. now that you can download your full like Facebook archive, Twitter archive, hmm. it's kind of cool. Just look back, see where you were in like 2009. You know, kind of cool. I, I kind of use it as a measure, like the social media. You know, you got like mm-hmm. a time hop and then mm-hmm. yeah, year ago, and it's kind of fun to either go, oh god, I really feel like shit. And it's either like, oh, last year was better. <laughs> Four years ago. Oh, <laughs> fuck that year. <laughs> yeah. So right. that's that's why I use Foursquare. Okay. Uh, did we get some questions we from did. our Facebook page? Oh. We did. We did. Um, okay. First, uh, Jose Miguel Diaz asks. That sounds like a made-up name. No, it's right there. See? With a picture and everything. You, oh, can, you can still right type there. a made-up name. Well, I can't put a picture. <laughs> yes, you can. What superpower would you give another Geek Show member? Oh, so not one that you would want yourself, but one that you would give somebody I would else. Give I give Lee the gift of good feet. The gift of feet. <laughs> hey, no, my feet are actually becoming their ultimate feet. <laughs> I was thinking all the powers I'd give you guys, and then I started thinking how that wouldn't be good for the rest of society. Lee, <laughs> hmm. what will you become? Hookfoot. <laughs> As like I'd give Shannon the power of invisibility, and then I backtracked on that immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I'd give Shannon the power of a better heart. Oh, a mighty heart! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, um, I, just I would crash give crash that ship. <laughs> I would. I would give Excitable James the power of calmness to make better games. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not, I've had a couple of okay <laughs> games. I mean, not oh, whatever. I'd give. Okay, doesn't pay the bill. You know what? Buddy. I'd, I'd give. I <laughs> was going to give you a green ring. <laughs> I want. I already have one. Boom! Yeah. I would give Tony a, a super palate, so that he could eat different things. I eat, I eat all the things. All the things. All the foods. Aren't you a picky eater? No way, man. Uh, no, he's not. Oh, well, I thought, I'll eat anything. I thought you were a picky eater for some reason. <laughs> no. I would well, maybe, a more, okay, discerning, I take it back. Uh, maybe a more discerning palate. Uh, more discerning palate. <laughs> I don't eat uh, pecans or walnuts because I'm allergic to them. But other than that, I eat anything. Uh, now no, we know okay. how to take them out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Are we good? I would give, uh, I would give Shannon Hulk powers. Oh, that'd be a to see what would happen. Yeah. Horrible. That's a horrible that's idea. Because that's, that's, that's his invisible. favorite. It'd be great. <laughs> I would give um, Jimmy the ability to turn back time, but only in five-minute increments, because I'd be like anxious to see what you do like for five minutes and take it back. And then you do it, and then you take it back. I would uh, watch the lottery come out, and then right when it hit the jack, you know, numbers came out, I'd hit five minutes and go back <laughs> and just hit it every time. So you like, stand in a convenience store all the time? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. like, like you need help like, winning the exactly. lottery. Do they oh, have- it's so hard for you to win <laughs> scratch cards, you Fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, fuck me then. Okay. Every, every time you go to you get a scratch card, you're like, hey guys, look, I want two thousand dollars. Did that really happen? Oh, oh all the time. Usually, it's usually like, fifty bucks. And then we yeah. get like scratch cards and it says like I scratch one off and it says, You have AIDS. I scratch one off and said it said, Give Jimmy fifty bucks. What happened? It was weird. <laughs> Don't play the scratch cards, is what we're telling you. Yeah. Unless, Unless you're Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, unless I buy them for you. Yeah. All right, ah, let's loophole. do this. Let's do this next one kind of quick. Bryce Carroll asks, "What's your favorite Jeff Bridges movie, and why is it True Grit? <laughs> and why is it True Grit? He's yeah. made the decision or, for us. Why is it True Grit? Or not, whatever I your mean, favorite? He's, he's good in that, but it's not my favorite. All right, what's your favorite? Well, it's easy, Lebowski. Yeah, yeah me too. Lebowski. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and I'm Iron Man, so you know, there we are. That's a good one. And Lebowski. That's all right. 
Yeah. All right. Who would win in a fight? Which panelist would be the last geek standing? Jay. Jay. <laughs> well, right. are you saying Duh. in a fight? Easy. In a fight? Yeah, in a fight. It's what, what are the conditions? What's the arena? Well, I don't. The only reason uh, I well, say I maybe not, Jay, is that we all went after him first oh, together. Yeah. But then that's a hate crime, and that's not no, good. That's right. no. <laughs> no. I don't know, though. If it's street rules, probably Lee. Hmm. I think he'd fight dirty. He's no, a, I'd, I'd go for his feet. He's a biter. Oh, that's true. He's got <laughs> yeah. a weakness. Well, again, no, we don't come know the on, you guys. Jay's got the like he works out all the time. Yeah, and he, he's got uh, military training. He's got military training. You know? and uh, but he's easily distracted. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Is it, yes. if, is if we're in a situation, I've been profiling all of your weaknesses since I met you. That's true. Easy yeah. Yeah. Like I could be standing in the court of the sparkler. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, the fuck? <laughs> no, if I want to, no, you just have to put like you know NWA on or something like that. And no, like, oh. I, seriously, I just oh. run. I just run by Jay with a handful of glitter, and he's done. So, whoa, what's that? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, All right. right. So, so, the who, next, so what's the answer then? I, seriously, it's it's, I, it's an unknown. I think I think there's I, too many variables. Carrie. You give me the arena, and I'll tell you who's going to win. <laughs> It depends on who writes the comic. Yeah, there exactly. you go. That's it depends on who writes the comic. Who's writing it? That's yeah, I mean, seriously, Jay, something shiny. <laughs> Carrie, just a you know a, a, a dick in his eyeline, and he's done. The <laughs> game over. I'm like, yeah. I've got yeah. a bag of candy with Tony's name on it. Mm. Um, yeah, you know. just somebody whips, whips out their dick, and Carrie's like, "I'm done. I'm, yeah, done, I'm, done. I'm done. You win. Get it away. I think I would just uh, offer to off myself right at the beginning. Like, I that's fine. I want to be part of this. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys so much. I lose you guys. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like me now? Okay, so next like, one. Cool, we get Sorry to Sorry about the Mario game. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, Dapper, which is a real person. Look, right there, Dapper. Okay, I'm making it up. I've, Nobody's questioning. We don't question right. you on sure, everything, just, just something. If you got to pick one Star Wars droid to be your best buddy, which droid would you pick? Oh, Easy, R2. Dude, no. Well, I don't know. Before, uh, before, I think I'd go KSO9. K2SO? No, he's a sarcastic shitbag. I don't hear that shit all day. Oh, yeah, but he's got <laughs> I'm okay my with back. that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I got BB-8 all the way, man. That that droid is the but bomb. Here's the problem. I, I, you don't understand him. Well, all that I have to do is some some people can understand him. Ray can understand. Ray can him. understand it, but you can't. You're not Ray. If I was going to choose hey. a droid, I th- I think I'd go I'm, with the new. I'm guy. toward yeah K two S. I would. Right. Uh, and, you, yeah. and as I'm wearing my mm-hmm. R2D2 hat, oh R two R two has always been yeah. Chopper. In, in my opinion, the hero of the Star Wars saga. Right. Well, I would but, go with Chopper from Rebels because he's oh. he and I would just drink scotch and make fun of things. Well, I guarantee you, Chopper's a Scotch drinker. The best, the best pet droid would be the little guy on the wheels inside the Death Star. <laughs> the oh, mouse yeah. droid? The oh, yeah, droid. yeah. They're really not great for anything other than leading you from one part of the place to the other. Hey, well, that's all, that's show, all show me how to get home from the bar. Hey. <laughs> all right, what things are you guys looking forward to in 2017? Life. Asks Mitch Workman. Life. Oh. Hi, Mitch. I'm looking forward to that Trump economy. Oh, God. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> like we all just shut up. I'll tell I'm, you, trying, to, I'm movies, trying to pick a video on, game. That's, that's the only thing that I have to look forward Guardians to. Of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Episode 8 in December. We got yeah. we got uh, episode eight. We got Guardians. We the got Wonder the new, Woman the movie, new looks Thor cool. movie, Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Which yeah. can I ask you guys a quick question? How many of you guys? I have hope my gone... concentration camp is nice. President Mike Pence. How Logan. Ma- Logan. How many the of you guys Logan. have gone dark with uh, movie trailers? 
Like Rogue One, I watched the first one, yeah, I don't, and like I, that's it. I don't watch. Jimmy doesn't watch. I watch the first trailer of anything, and if I decide I like it enough, yeah. I don't watch. Oh, but now I might watch the first two, and then I stop. Now it's so interesting because like you don't know what movie you're gonna see. Yeah. Like most of the Rogue One trailers, true. None of the shit was in there, uh-huh. and, and even even yeah, Force that's a- the exception to the rule. Force though. Awakens had a lot of scenes in the first two trailers that never made it. In yeah, the movie. but every other franchise gives you all the good jokes in the trailers. Well, yeah. I I'm okay with watching like Marvel uh, trailers and Star Wars ones. I I only watched about half of the Rogue Ones. I've, but it's the the trailers that I have immediately stopped watching are comedy trailers. Right. That's, oh, yeah. Because yeah. they give away all the good jokes. Yeah. For, that, for that reason, I have yet to see the Guardians 2 trailer. I don't want to see yeah, it. Well, that's... Because that, it I don't want anything. any jokes ruined for me. James that, Gunn says that... James Gunn said that that trailer is is not going to spoil anything. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll so watch it. watch it. It's terrific. Okay. It's, well, did, did you see... one of the best uh, trailers I've ever God, seen. God, I fucking love Guardians. I do, too. Like, anyway. I love... The original movie so much. It, oh, it yeah. means so much to me. And the the new one looks so good. I will I I can that movie I can start it at any time. If right. it's on it's the you beginning know, of Dave Batista's comedy career. I'll just watch <laughs> it. You know. Well did you see that one article that uh What's his name? Adam Driver said, like, Star Wars Episode Eight. like, if I had it my way, I wouldn't even have any kind mm-hmm. of previews for that. That'd like, be fine. They'd still make a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. Well. But. Yeah, I think Episode Eight's going to be... Uh, a wonderful thing for people named Lee. <laughs> That's my prediction for 2017. <laughs> I'm, right. al- I'm also looking forward in 2017 to a game coming out called Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, oh yeah. That new game. Mass Effect game? I love the Mass Effect trilogy cool. and a new Mass Effect game. I'm stoked for Where's it. a good place to start in that series? One. Oh, fair enough. They're all good. <laughs> They're all good. Mass Effect 3 is amazing, though. Yeah. Okay. I, I, people whine about the ending. I think the ending was fine. Yeah. I Do think it's like the wine. Yeah, Do not forget to remind me for our Guardians 2 screener. Tissues. tissues. Okay. Are all you right. masturbating? Why? <laughs> You're all going to be crying. I'm telling you right now. I'm not going to cry. I have a hard time. I haven't cried right at a single movie ever. All right. Movie wise, you will. My tear ducts have dried. Because I, I, I've read some I'll stuff. Tell you, the thing I'm looking forward to in 2017. The new Triple X movie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and that uh, Fast. What the Fast Nine or whatever. The Fast. The Destiny of the Fast. Whatever it is. No, fat, actually, fat I'm looking to. I'm looking forward to being a more present person in the world what do you mean i think i've been hiding for like years i'm done hmm. i'm out i'm uh, going out in the world hmm. okay good i'm not I'll, scared of you world anymore i'll fly through some uh good ones you guys see if you're excited too uh the lego batman movie oh, oh yes. yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. i'm mildly awesome. excited i'm excited for that one uh logan yeah yes. i'm most excited for that trailer wise right now i'm actually it, it sounds I thought that looked so did you cool. see the second one no, I'm I'm avoiding it. Oh, okay. Yeah, the first trailer got me hook and hook, line, and sinker. Because the second one doesn't give you much more. And then the, mm. uh, but it's cool. then there's okay. the fate of the furious. That's, That's the one called. I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, you know what actually looks good, like like trailer wise. I watched Baywatch. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. It, it I watched looks it too. It, it funny as funny shit with the like rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it. I I was shocked. I so laughed. Are they doing like a, a parody approach? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like making fun of it. Oh, it good, it's, good. They're going to 21 Jump Street. So good, exactly. Good. Is The Rock supposed to be uh, David Hasselhoff's character or well, something and like then, that? And then they get like assigned, uh, what's his name? Cutie McFuckpants? Cutie McFuckpants. Z- Z- Zach Efron. Tatum. Z- <laughs> no. I know Cutie McFuckpants. Yeah. Yeah. Introducing Cutie McFuckpants. Yeah. yeah. You know what actually, what, one thing I am excited just based on that little teaser they did, and I hate the franchise, but for some reason I'm like, oh, maybe they've changed it. It's Cars 3. 
They make it look like it's going to be fucking dramatic. Yeah, they did. It was like, oh shit, they're that making was... Days of Thunder. Did you have to, you'll yeah. have to let me know how you feel about that movie. Well, we'll see. I just it's... don't care. About how did you? Cars. Yeah, how I, did you... I hate cars, but oh. I like the ride. The ride's kind the ride's of fun. I don't like that ride. It made me throw up almost. <laughs> that might have been the booze. Boy, well, yeah. <laughs> hey, my, hey, my. Oh god, What's the next I can't. Question? I can't roll around. My. That, oh jeez! That, that Cars Land, though. I mean, I I I never cared for the Cars movies. It's a neat <laughs> part of the but park. But boy, they did a yep. fan a fucking fantastic job on that. If you want to see a At great night, especially a great rant about that uh, that part side of the park, uh, watch Billy on the Street with Pat Oswalt, where it, it, Billy goes on a fucking rampage about how he fucking hates cars and that there's no Ratatouille presence in, in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, Ratatouille is one of Pixar's best. He's there, there are there are there's, there are restaurants in Anaheim where you can get the full Ratatouille experience. There's no <laughs> Ratatouille-based <laughs> restaurant. In no, the there park? is. There is in uh, Disneyland Paris. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, they should have one in all of them. They should. Yeah. I, the opportunity to eat with a rat. Yeah. All right. How many more questions do we want to do? Uh, Sixteen. Give me. Uh, give me a couple more. All right. All right. A cool, couple cool, more cool. good goodies. Ones. Goodies. Uh, <clears throat> if there were room for any more panel members, if so. What are the qualifications? The first question, <laughs> the first answer is there is no more room. Ah. Um, oh, yeah. Why well, said if we did add anybody, we've always said a, a female. We, we'd love to add a, a girl. Yeah. A and, lady. Uh, w- and you also got to have a thick skin yep. and a quick brain. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, what else? Those are, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Obviously. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's hard. obviously you got to have a passion for the for the stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's a lot of big egos at the table. We we've had a few people that we wanted to bring on the show that mm-hmm. we just couldn't make it work with them, yeah. and and some of them are heartbreakers because I think they would have been fantastic. And there's one that I wanted to poach. Yep. And she's leaving yeah. town. She's, so she's, uh, she's she's leaving to another coast, and yeah. I think she would have been fantastic on Damn the show. It. Oh, so. she would have been fine. Yeah. I think we should um, get Oprah. Uh, Oprah's, okay. I don't think Oprah's so much. Uh, Orpa? So you know we, who should we should get? That Chris Hardwick, man. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, he doesn't have much going on. Okay. Keep going. Um, Keep if going. you were stuck in an elevator with the celebrity you liked the least for six hours and no cell phone reception, how would you pass the time? <sighs> Asks Mike Hall. Oh, I got that this. sounds like the best time, actually. Uh, I got this. It's uh, the celebrity I like the least. His name is Donald H. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and I would spend six hours... Um, Pummeling? Murdering him. <laughs> That's oh, a slow murder. You wouldn't have to say much, the guys. What's up, Secret Service? <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Hush. Anybody else? Uh... So the celebrity I like the least. I'm trying to think of a celebrity yeah, that I don't think. like. Yeah, he, if, I, if I was if I was stuck if I was stuck in an elevator with William Shatner See, for six hours. My my problem is, is I just don't devote enough brain power to hating someone I don't know. Oh, I hate Shatner. Know? I fucking hate Shatner. Yeah, but if I was I mean, in an elevator with Shatner eh. for six hours, I could I could we could really have a talk. Just, and then, I, you just talk. Mm, you would just like I, talk him down. I, I would probably say, hey, dude, seriously, the only reason why you have a career is because of your fans. Would it kill you to fucking smile every once in a no while? No doubt. So, would it kill you not to act like a fucking douchebag anytime anybody meets you? And then you? you'd try to smile and you'd die. <laughs> I think I'd crawl into a ball and just be going, Michael Bay, won't you just go away? God! <laughs> At least there'd be a lot of explosions on your elevator. Oh. All right, Andrew John Whitcamp hey. asks, how did Shannon sign... How- how did Shannon sign off have to do with him? So pretty much, where did that sign off come from? Uh, we we really don't know. That's I think er- it was the first so episode early in the game. It was it was the first episode, and it was just like random. I just said yeah. eat more ham. Good answer. All right, and that was yeah. There's really no. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I can't say that every week. 
there's really no lineage except for he did it once and we all laughed and and then it became the sign off. I yeah. think what we're saying is we thing. need a new origin episode huh? where everybody just uh, comes together. One episode, right? Nope. Okay, what? moving on. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Ro- Robert Benton <laughs> asks if two superheroes from any franchise had a baby, what two superheroes would you choose and what powers would the super baby have? Black Widow and Wonder <clears throat> Woman. Ooh, oh. <laughs> oh. And what would the power be? <laughs> Sexiness. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Any two superheroes from any two franchises? It has to be like two different. Well, the, I don't. I don't think he specified. But if, if we're given this opportunity, then let's let's have a a, a DC and a Marvel. Oh, I got you it. Know? Okay. The most powerful Hulk superhero and baby of all time. Okay. Would be if Martian Manhunter. Ooh. Yeah. And Rogue. Oh, oh had a baby. Oh, wait, I got it. I got it. Uh-oh. Because they, they'd have all the powers. They yeah. would. Wonder Woman and Thor. Yeah. That'd be a good oh, one, too. Oh, shit. Two, two gods can, there. Well, you know? she can lift the hammer, if you know what I'm saying. That's right. She, hey. is, worthy. <clears throat> she is worthy. She is worthy. She is worthy. Is hammer a euphemism for, no. for penis? No. I was thinking of Gnort and Rock. get your hat I was thinking the, the fucking oh. gutter, you dirty Mormon. I'm I think Gnort and Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> who? Who? Gnort. The... the Green Lantern dog and uh, Rocket Raccoon. They oh, I, have, I should have a baby. I didn't know the Green Lantern dog's name. Yeah, I know Gnort. the I yeah, know the squirrel, Gnort. but it's Gnort. I think Gnort and Rocket should have a baby, and uh, it should be this like, Gnort female. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. We're we're not dealing with absolutes here. Oh, okay, all right. Gender's fluid. <laughs> all right, all right. Superman and crypto. The power of awkwardness. Guys, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Superman, Don't is talk like dog. That. Superman is not a dog fucker. <laughs> All right, what's the panel's go-to karaoke song? Just kidding. What? Uh, what's one song, carry selection aside, would each panelist add to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 soundtrack? Oh, so I don't get to play? I think I'm choose too a song that... Yeah. <laughs> that, to you, is like Mario to me. Uh, yeah. No. Um, yeah, so what's a song that you haven't chosen yet? Because that you, I haven't? Yeah, because you well, already have like a living list that you've been sending to James Gunn, right? Yeah, well, and that's why I've chosen them all, because the ones that aren't on that list are not... Eh, let's just have you pick so, one. What's your favorite song on that list that you The one like? on my list that I think should be in it is we've got to have an ELO song on, on, mm-hmm. on here eventually. Mm-hmm. And, and, and everyone is picking all the other songs. I'm the only one who thinks that Do Ya Do by ya. ELO. Early because ELO. of that guitar yeah. at the beginning. Before they went completely, yeah. completely electronic, I would do during a chase scene "Band on the Run" from Wings, because mm. that would be okay. That'd be a kind of. Uh, a, my mm. choice would be, I, like, I really hope there's a Bowie song. Another well, one? there will be, yeah. And uh, uh, "Life on Mars." I I guarantee you, I don't know for sure, but my gut is telling me that that is right. It's already it done fits. Is uh, we already yeah. we already know Mama Mama Quill liked uh, Mama Quill liked Bowie, Bowie yeah. yeah. Does Bohemian Rhapsody count? Yeah. Could oh, that, be that on would there? be so fucking good. I yeah. said a good thing. If the if well, Guardians yeah. because because it. Wayne's you World Wayne's World currently own, has ownership of that. Oh, so it. it would be still, great if Guardians could take that away. Could you imagine like they're all like in this in the spaceship if they did a tribute not only to da, Queen da, 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 yeah. but da, da, also da, da, to da, da, fucking da, da, da. Wayne's World? Especially if Drax can't get the rhythm. <laughs> They're all rocking their heads, and he's, he's like, like, "I was thinking Queen, like, but I was I, thinking." He's sitting in the back, going, "I cannot dance." Another one bites the dust would <laughs> yeah, be the that, Queen song. That's to have. a great I was one. thinking, yeah. "Don't stop me now." 
Don't uh, stop me now. That's yeah. another great that's one. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely That's popular. not bad. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah. Or bicycle. I was thinking bicycle. Ooh, that's a good one. I think bicycle would be funny in it. That would be funny. I, would, I was going to say queen bicycle. Okay. Danny Payne asks, and oh, this wait. is queen fat bottom girls. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Um, I think this is a question more for Lee. Do you think another Hellboy will be made? What uh, were your thoughts on Hellboy on the Hellboy movies? Well, Love he the loves them. Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> there will never be another Hellboy movie. No. Uh, Why? Uh, because Guillermo del Toro <laughs> is red kryptonite to studios right now. They'll yeah, let him yeah. produce, but they're really fucking with his ability to make a movie. Does yeah. he own the rights to it? Hellboy? No, that's that's <clears throat> Mike Mignola but, and Dark Horse Comics. But Mike Mignola owns literally owns the property. Like He could do whatever he wants so, with it. Could well, he do it owns, with somebody else? Who uh, owns the movie rights to it, though? Uh, was it, was I it doubt Universal? Mignola. I think it was um, Universal. I think so. Lo- I, I thought Legendary did it. It was Legendary Pictures through Universal Distribution. Yeah. Oh, okay. The problem is the money that needs to be put up for it, because uh, Mignola and, and Guillermo del Toro are like best buddies. Yeah. They're absolute best friends. They're so I don't think Mignola's going to let anybody but mm, Well, And, and I would it. also go farther to say that Guillermo del Toro would only do it if Ron Perlman can do it. And Ron Perlman. And Ron's really, getting old. He is. He is. Uh, He's getting old. The, other, the other big problem is uh, just just that the Hellboy movies were never successful, so nobody wants to put the money up for them. Which is yeah. a shame, because well, they're so here's, good. Here's yeah. the thing about uh, Del Toro. He's never had a hit. He does not compromise. No. no. And he's like... Uh, the line What's must be drawn. The guy that yeah. makes a, they make like time bandits and twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Terry, Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. Yeah. He is that same kind of guy. <clears throat> but he doesn't. Like, and he Gilliam, will not yeah. compromise my vision. He doesn't burn through a budget like yeah. Gilliam though. Money, <laughs> and, and, and Gilliam won't compromise. Right. Yeah. Uh, the other, I think the Hellboy <laughs> movies are are phenomenal. I mean, they're they're such beautiful movies, and so much practical effect works goes uh, into them. And he hires the best people. You saw the LACMA uh, exhibit down there. Mm -hmm. All the stuff from Hellboy was just phenomenal. Um, But you look at Guillermo del Toro's filmography, and he's never really had a hit. He makes inexpensive movies that look gorgeous, but this is a guy who can't make the sequel to Pacific Rim. The studio won't put the money up for it if he's directing. Pan's Labyrinth is probably... Oh, yeah, and that movie's great internationally, but that's not an American movie. I don't understand uh, why people like that, and it's what we talked about like two episodes ago, why don't they just start making like CGI movies? Well, he is. He's got a series, uh, a kid show called Troll Hunters that's yeah. for Netflix, and yeah. that's Guillermo del Toro. And yeah, uh, I, I hear it's good. I haven't watched it yet. But. Yeah, I think The Strain was <clears throat> kind of shitty, but the books that were based off of were also kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, <laughs> that's his fault. So, um, well, well, speaking of CGI movies, if you guys haven't seen them, go on YouTube and look up Knights of the Old Republic cutscenes. Oh yeah, whoever's the one that an- whoever the studio is that it's animates Bioware. that is amazing. Bioware does if you that, do want to see, if you do want to see some fun Hellboy movies, though, they did two animated movies. Yeah, and they're actually both pretty good with the movie casts involved. Oh, uh, it's more tied into the comic book continuity. Yeah, uh, but they're they're great. The one with the uh, the one with Elizabeth Bathory is actually kind of disturbing because she's got her Iron Maiden and she's bleeding people. And, mm. I'm blanking um, it. Were there three <clears throat> Hellboy movies? Two. 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 Okay. Just the two. And they wanted to do a trilogy pretty badly, but it's just... And the second one is so fucking good. Yeah, it's so really funny. This, some of the best superhero <laughs> movies oh, ever yeah. made. Just yeah, nobody this... looks at them as a superhero movie. For some reason, they don't well, like, they... fit into the genre. Well, you also you know? have a lot of people that won't take their kids to see a Hellboy movie. That's because, true, because it oh, has hell in the title. Yeah, because you know, they, they're too afraid of the subject matter. Yeah. Um, 
your loss. They're good movies. They're a lot of fun. He's he's one of the best superheroes ever. I think. Mm-hmm. Do we Get know together, stupids? Do we know around what episode number we're on right now? Because the next question has to do with this. This is a third show. Well, yeah, but like uh, continuity, like what number this one is? Oh, around. oh is somebody, it episode four twenty? Somebody told Christ. me oh, some time ago. Four hundreds right I, now. You know what's funny, Carrie? He's like many podcasts delight in. How many episodes we've done? We don't even care. We have no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah, we know and it's like, over four hundred. It's where and like we've never had a week where we did well, like I, a. Well, that's why I think it's or, more than four hundred because yeah. uh, we we've not had well, even through Jeff dying we did right. not have a rerun exactly. that week, uh, and we've been doing it for seven years. Yeah, eight, so a bunch eight years. Well, bunch. What's eight, whole bunch. What's, what's eight times fifty two? Go ahead. Uh, twelve. Twelve. Eight times fifty-two. Isn't it like four hundred eighty? Yeah, it'd be about four. Oh, okay. Something. All right. Wait, wait. Four times what? I don't know if it's actually been eight years though. Eight times fifty-two. That's my problem. Three hundred and twenty-eight. Eight times fifty-two. Four sixteen. Eight times fifty. Four sixteen. Four sixteen. The most engaging part of this episode so far is all of us with calculators. Anywho, uh, because Eric Sanders asks, when is the four twenty show? Which it sounds like we passed it. I live in Colorado, and I would love to see you if you stopped by on the way. (laughs) I I think the four twenty show was last night in my living room. (laughs) Well, just because uh, we passed the four twenty doesn't mean that we can't celebrate, right? We, I agree. We recognize that. As we celebrate all in our separate and legal ways. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think we should toot our horns. Like honestly, well, we should definitely it's do something. Pretty fucking for, amazing. Uh, like we've it's the had beginning some, of the year. If we can get well, to no, the like we've had some weird shit happen. Like over like almost a decade. Yeah. If we can figure out this, where... and we've never ever ever had a fill-in show. If no. We, if we can ever. figure out where the 500th episode is, we should do something big, like a fill-in show. Yeah, like a fill-in like show. Like a fill-in show. But the best kind of fill-in show, which is the fill-in show that's not really a fill-in show, a fake fill-in show. Hey, a couple we sitcom- can remember a whole bunch of things that never happened. No, just, just record it. I'll record it like that time. What? Just record it like a clip show. I, those are my favorite sitcom moments ever have been fake clip shows. When did Geek Show start? Was it 2008? <clears throat> Again, as a I, podcast, because you could pretend like it's back in 2008 and talk about uh, stuff that happened back 1992. then. 1992. It started the summer I interned. Remember when there was uh, hope? X ninety six, and yeah. I believe that was the summer of two thousand and eight. So, so it would, seven or eight, yeah. It would be, yeah. It's either eight years because I went, in May or nine years in May, and I could not tell you. I'll get. Uh, I went back to college for a year, and then came back and worked at Simmons for nine months, and became the producer in that yeah. time. There, are, there are people who know these things. Yeah, and uh, a tropos, and they will. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's not a tropos, and they will. They will get the information to me. Because okay. I don't remember any of this shit. Yeah, why would I don't we? remember last episode. I I, I could look because <laughs> it was literally the summer we moved back here from Oregon. Like you oh. guys, you guys started in in May or June, and then I was on the show by August. Yeah, that's so. true. Like it, I don't think we will realize. Like, and we've said it before. It's honestly, I just like look forward to it so much. It's just me sitting with my buds, being idiots, having fun. Well. Some of us are being idiots. Well, it's and it's a, it's a good <laughs> Fuck you, Lee. <laughs> I always bring premium brainy content. That's every right. Episode. That's true. Never once have I said anything stupid on this show. I say smarty stuff too. <laughs> I say smart we words. Have, uh, things like smarty stuff. <laughs> I bring the smart words. They're bigly smart. <laughs> bigly smart. People are saying, Sad. and I'm hearing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my words are huge. They're bigly smart. Yeah. I got, uh, there's no games. 
No games? Nothing this week. You're still either. you're still playing still playing your, your Christmas gifts or your backlog. I was so or... happy last episode when you told me about Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that's so uh, happy you about can we should, uh, re-download it or just throw in your Xbox I'm just throwing in my Yes. You, it'll download go. a patch for it and you'll be able to play. So you played awesome. that did you play that game when it first came out? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh for real? Yeah. The funny my... thing is is I started playing it and apparently it gets really good after ten minutes mm-hmm. after yes. the horse and stuff, but I stopped because I couldn't get into the game. You oh, stopped after ten good. minutes. Yeah, you know what? Like, wow. yeah, you go on Red your first. Red so boring. You go on your first bounty, and that game's insane. Like, you're stopping guys that are robbing trains, and yep. and uh, your horseman mechanics are fantastic. And then there's there's cinematic moments, like when you first go into Mexico, and there's this Jose Gonzalez song that comes on, and you're just like, <laughs> Mexico's awesome. And, and and here's the the other thing about this game, and then I'll then I'll let you, because it's it's based on actual places. Oh, cool! Down in Moab, yeah. there's there's some areas, and it and they just essentially, like Google Maps or something like that, pictures. It's like you're fucking there. Yeah, it's you know? so photorealistic. Well, the, yeah. the, the well, artistic direction in this game is just phenomenal. And if and if you watch Westworld, you can see same kind well, of thing. These are the same the same places that that are in Red right. Dead Redemption that are real places. Yep. I, I watched oh, that... Uh, that sounds awesome. That red-headed pygmy that I was uh, married to. <laughs> Love that game, oh. right? And I watched her played it, play it, and I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then actually when I was watching Westworld, I was like, oh, this is Red Dead. You're like, I've been there. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> in that game. In the video right. game. There's, there. There, there, there are things in Red Dead that, that uh, you know, like there's exciting stuff, shootouts in the town and stuff like that. But I remember once, like my favorite thing in Red Dead was just wandering around on horseback, coming down off a ridge, and, and, and the sun starts to go down, and the moon starts to come up, and the coyotes are howling, yeah. and you're like, a bear's going to eat me in a minute. I got to the point where I was going up trying to kill bears. Did you get to the, <laughs> ba- did you get to the bear hunting lodge? I did. That lodge is a uh, maybe that lodge fucking sucks. Games. I hate that lodge because yeah. it's bear after bear after bear, and you yeah. run out of ammo, and those bears just eat you. Yep, they well, ate you. And then they had the uh, Undead Nightmare expansion. Which I did was that great. too. Yeah, which was zombies. Which was, zombies my, old west. Zombies. My favorite thing. What? Well, yeah. the showdown in the graveyard is my favorite because the waves just keep coming. Yep. But my absolute favorite thing in Red Dead is online multiplayer because you can get together with your buddies and just take over uh, like a, an old mission in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And there's a Gatling cannon and a cannon, and so your bounty keeps going up higher and higher, and more, uh, you know, more cops keep coming, and you're just mm-hmm. mowing them down left and right. And you really feel like a badass. I was. Uh, oh man! I, I decided to sit down in a saloon and play poker for an hour. Yes, it's got and good, what? It's got a good poker side game. There's yeah. a three card Monty game going yeah. on one yeah. of the towns, and 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 Sue comes in and goes, you know, you, you could just you could play that game. The poker game, but you not could just as play poker, not as John Marsters. That's right. And I said, yeah, but I'm I'm in the saloon though. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm here. All right, I'm buying it. What the heck? It's yeah. pretty amazing. It I really love is. it. No, you, you're and selling again, your Xbox. I tried selling my Xbox, but it won't sell. <laughs> it's it, it, it's a it's a cowboy game. I shouldn't be into it, but it's really fucking cool. But see, that's how I am. I'm not yeah. a big fan of the whole cowboy thing, but Westworld is amazing, and oh, well, Red Dead apparently people love. Pretend it's Westworld. There and now play it, uh, and then uh, definitely rob some stagecoaches because that is that yeah. is where Red Dead gets amazing. And then in online, uh, unfortunately, if someone kills you, the the camera zooms in on them. And there was this guy who had the the very very portly Native American skin, mm. and he was riding on a zebra. So nothing worse than you're you're getting ready to rob a stagecoach and you get bullseyed from a ridge three hundred feet away, <laughs> and it zooms in on this this really heavy dude on a zebra. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, and and other one more quick side note. I'm not a big fan of pirates, but that Assassin's Creed Pirates game that came out. Black oh, Flag. Black Sails. Black Flag. Black Flag. That Black game Flag. is amazing. Are they going to make a standalone pirate game anytime soon like that? No. Because that was amazing. There is there is <laughs> DLC for that where you play the closest Uda thing. Way. Closest thing you're going to get to that. There's a game coming out by Rare. Uh, I, I I'm spacing on the name right now, but it's going to be an Xbox PC exclusive that uh-huh. is you play as a pirate the whole time. Mm. And you have a you have a crew online. And you get together and man a pirate ship and, and sail think, around. Oh, I've seen that. I can't remember what it's called, That's, though. Black Flag right. does the job yeah. better. Uh, movies? Uh, there's only two coming out. Okay. Uh, new release is The Blair Witch. If you like your... Uh, this is the original? Your, no. No, the, that's The Blair Witch Project. Oh, the sequel? This is like... Yeah. It acknowledges that the other one exists. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's basically the brother trying to find his sister that is the one that died in the house. Did you like or, that movie? <laughs> did, you, did you like the original movie? Uh, the, yeah. one the, the first one was cool. The, the, the original first one with the, with the snotty nose, she's like... <laughs> yeah. Now, I saw the original before all the hype. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, Me too. We saw it at uh, yeah. Sundance. I, I saw it after I've, the hype. I've, I've yeah. got the original uh, poster in my basement. And apparently if it's pre or post hype, depending yep. on whether you like that I movie. I fucking yeah. hated it. Yes, yeah, so you hated, hated it. it. I hated it, but I saw it about three weeks after it came out, and it wasn't... It, it wasn't scared that, the shit out of me at the... Uh, at the tower, it yeah. was the nausea for me. the The motion the sickness shakes oh, yeah. Yeah. really cam. fucked with me. All right, uh, so the that's other one, how... The other one is a, a, a release of an old film on Blu-ray. Is uh, the original, not the Nicolas Cage one, but the original Gone in sixty seconds. Oh, oh with, uh, Steve McQueen. McQueen. Yep. And if you've yeah. ever seen that, it has one of the coolest fucking car chases ever. Oh, yeah. That that and and it's French all real. Con- that and the yeah. French Connection, I think, have two of the best seventies mm-hmm. car races. <clears throat> yeah, and Bullet. Popeye Doyle. Yeah, and remember the, that no CG. They had no to actually well, do this and, shit. Yeah. And Bullet, he was really racing. That's the crazy yeah. thing about Steve McQueen is that dude was, he was really racing it. those cars. Yeah. He yeah. gave no fucks. As What's much that? as I, as much as the uh, the Nicholas Cage ones, kind of there's a little douchey parts, but he was doing a lot of his own driving as well. Sure he was. Yeah. Didn't that so, have like the longest chase scene? It's like forty five minutes long. Yeah, it's like super long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just wondering. Yep. So there you go. Is that good? Mr. B finish it if you would, please. In <laughs> communist Russia, Hammy, it's more of you. <laughs> Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. They have everything that you need in a comic book store. Now, let me tell you something. I've got I've got a couple of uh, New Year's resolutions this year. Uh, one is to support more local businesses when I can, and this is certainly doable in this case. And second is to read more. But y'all know how I feel about books. You know, the ones with no pictures. <laughs> so uh, just to head on into Dr. Volts, there's a reason that they have been my comic book store for... God, I can't remember uh, for the longest time. Uh, Dave's a great guy, runs a, an easygoing shop. It's not one of those comic book stores where you're going to feel threatened when you come in there. Um, and people ask me, I want to start reading comics again. What should I read? Hey, that's not for me to decide. What you should do is go into Dr. Volt's and just take a look at some of the titles. See, that's the great thing about Dr. Volt's is they're not one of those stores that has everything wrapped in plastic and you can't look at it before you buy it. No, you can you can peruse Another great thing about them, go in and just spend five bucks in the quarter bin. They've got a bunch of old comics in the quarter bin. Amazing stuff. They're open seven days a week. Their whole service is free, and with that, you get a discount of 10% off purchases of $20 or more, and you get the previews catalog for free. You'll never miss a thing. 2043 East, 3300 South. I'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Talking about sex can be... 
uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique, is it's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Fireside chat every year. I'm trying to remember the origin of the fireside chat, and I'm probably wrong, but I want to say it started after Jeff died. I honestly just don't remember. This is what happens when you drink too much, kids. Um, and it was just basically a thank you. It started out as a thank you to uh, the panelists and and uh, the panelists' families, and uh, to you for listening every year. And now it's become this thing. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how that happened. Uh, I do know that uh, the fireside chat consists of several things. Uh, First of all, I am sitting, as you would imagine, in a very fine Old English-style library in in my house coat and my slippers with the pointy toes and a fez and a pipe and my dogs are asleep in front of the fire on the rug and I'm surrounded by many leather-bound books. <clears throat> so it's exactly as you picture. <laughs> I'm not just sitting in the basement like I usually do. Um, so there's, there's that. There's the fire. I always put on some music. Uh, this time around for no particular reason, so don't read anything into it. It's Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here, just because I think it's a cracking album. Nice. Uh, so there's that. And um, and then there's brown liquor. Now, people ask me why brown liquor. Uh, to me, it just always seemed... Brown liquor was a grown-up thing. And so, to me, in my mind, it's, it's, uh, it's for serious times. Or relaxing times, Santoro times. Um, so I got a little Maker's Mark uh, going. And then, 
becomes the part of the spectacle that plays like a game. At what point will the captain break down crying? <laughs> Place your bets now. Will it be uh, three minutes? Will it be at the 4 minute and 55 second mark? Or will you place the big bet and say that I will make it all the way through without crying? Place your bets now. Um, here's, uh, here's what happened uh, when uh, getting my words together for the uh, fireside chat this year. I, I couldn't find any. I mean, it was, uh, it was easy to look at the, the, the celebrities that we've lost. Because there were so many this year. 2016. We're in 2017 now. And uh, the first thing I noticed is that a lot of these tributes, I saw all the big players, but I didn't see Gary Shandling. Don't forget him. He was a huge influence on me. Uh, Prince, Bowie, <clears throat> all of them, Leonard Cohen, they were all in there. And uh, I'll get to that list later. But I, I, I dwelled on that for a minute, and I thought it just didn't seem right. It just wasn't working for me. And then I got this. I got this letter from Travis the Pie Man. Travis, a longtime friend of the show. It's a bit long, but I'm going to read it to you. Because we do have a point. <sighs> One more. A little bit of makers. Oh, that fire's a little out of control. All right. Uh, let's see. Hi, Carrie and all of Geek Show. As we give a hearty fuck you to 2016... I wanted to thank you for one of the brightest parts of my year, Geek Show Podcast. You all may joke around that your podcast is just a little shit show made by a bunch of friends in the basement, but it's been one of the constants that have helped me survive the insanity of the past year and a half. Back in July of 2015, my youngest son was born weeks early due to medical issues with both mom and baby. Luckily, both have recovered and are healthy now, except for a wheat, soy, and milk allergy that makes the poor little guy's diet interesting. A month or so later, I had to start a complete house remodel. My mother-in-law had moved in with us a year or so earlier when her and her husband decided to divorce. She finally convinced my father-in-law to move out of their home so they could sell it, but he left in what could only be called a hoarder state. Left it in what could only be called a hoarder state. Let's have another sip here. So I spent the next three months of weekends repairing and rebuilding everything just so we could put it on the market. During that three months, I lost an uncle to a long-term illness. Shortly after that, I also had a close cousin die when a distracted driver blew through a red light and struck her and her husband while they were biking through a crosswalk. Her husband survived, but had months of recovery. We finally sold the house right before Thanksgiving, but the day after Thanksgiving, my mother went into the hospital with a hearts and renal issues. She'd been fighting a number of minor issues for a number of years, but her body decided that it had finally had enough. Her health and clarity deteriorated quickly, and she passed away the day before New Year's. We helped my father adjust to his new life, and each grieved in our own way, but then started planning a family vacation that would hopefully allow us all to escape and regroup. But right after the tickets were purchased, we suddenly lost my brother-in-law, leaving my little sister with four children to raise on their own. Uh, my dad, brother, and I tried to become surrogate dads while still coping with work and raising our own families. Take all of that and the additional fuckery that happened during 2016, and I officially found my emotional rock bottom. But throughout all of these ordeals, when I was at my lowest, 
I would pop in my earbuds and listen to episodes of Geek Show for a few minutes. I'd laugh and try to forget all the hell that we'd been through. It kept me sane. It allowed me to realize that the world kept on going even when it seemed like it was falling down around me. And while I was able to forget the pain for a while, it also gave me hope. I went back to older episodes after listening to the new episode each week and realized that all of you went through similar, if not worse, situations and survived with the help of your friends and those who love you. I'll get back to that. Listening to Shannon deal with his own year of tragedy reminded me that you can survive heartbreak and even come, about, come out uh, better than ever. Hearing about Lee's continued success with Frisch and through his own trials reminded me that there will always be roadblocks, but they will pass. Watching Jimmy's continued success, Harrison Ford, Steven Spielberg, and The Rock in one year, damn. And Jay's journey to make his life better through six months in Shreveport illustrated how I could improve my situation if I just kept powering through the shit and defying the haters every single day. I saw Tony grow every day into a great podcaster, even started his own podcast, which I listened to, and Excitable James make Geek Show even better with uh, video and merch. I learned from them you can always improve yourself and those around you by working your ass off. And of course, the, the, the words of Carrie. I went back and listened to Fireside Chats again. Yes, I get sadomasochistic when depressed. Don't do that. <laughs> and took the live without fear speech to heart. When life continually kicks you while you're down, you can feel like there's no way out. The darkness closes in and there seems to be no escape. You can start to worry about what the next tragedy will be and whether you can endure it. But fear really is the mind killer. And giving into it will just leave you numb, comatose, and hateful. After losing my brother-in-law, I applied living without fear to my life. Took it to heart and spread that gospel to the rest of the family. We made it through the worst, and I knew that we could deal with whatever would come next together. Watching how all of you continually deal with the loss of Jeff, how it can still hurt to this day, taught me that the pain of the loss may never go away, but will dull in time and allow you to look at all of the positivity that person infused into your life. Luckily, things have been calmer over the past seven months. We've only had to deal with the normal shit show that was 2016, but we're closer now. We rely on each other more, and we know that we'll always have family to lean on in the hard times. FYI, I'm not breaking down. I am merely getting another sip of whiskey. There we go. Okay. Doing pretty good. Uh, having the humor and wisdom of Geek Show in my life has allowed me to survive my darkest times and come out hopeful for the future. Thanks to all of you for what you do on a daily basis. You may say it's just a bunch of guys in basements talking about comic books and movies, but the examples you present in your day-to-day -day lives can give others inspiration to excel, to dream of better ways, and to know that with uh, great people around you, everything's going to be all right. Carrie, I had... Oh, this, this, listen to this. This is important for you guys. Carrie, I had hoped to create another set of Geek Show year in reviews for you. I don't know if you guys know this, but Travis does these. He puts together a year in review of highlights of the show, and he puts them out on the web. He says, but with everything that's been happening, I've been a little short of time, obviously. And, and not a problem. Don't worry about it. Uh, but hopefully that will change soon, and I will post them when they are completed. In the interim, I've made a few more... Listen, I've made a few more ringtones, notification messages that you can share. I've included a recording of Jay's... Oh, oh! I can't do it. <laughs> Jay doing uh, Miles' Breathing from Terminator 2, and both versions of Ninja Dirt Bike, along with the original Arnold Rolling Downhill. <laughs> I'll be posting them 
go go there geekshowyearinreview.blogspot.com soon anybody who wants them can have them and hopefully by the time this is out Travis has been able to put those up if not go back and visit in a week or so maybe he'll have it up also if you think of anything else you'd like as a ringtone let me know I'll crop it and send it thanks again for everything that the Geek Show family does on a daily basis you make us laugh you make us cry you give us hope that the world can be a better place through the love of our geekdom and a great group of friends Travis Johnson Travis the Pie Man Travis thank you so much for that wonderful letter and Travis, in that letter, speaks of the help that he had from family. Now, my dad, old-fashioned country boy, he didn't like me watching Mr. Rogers when I was a little kid. <laughs> he was worried that Mr. Rogers would make me gay. <laughs> Dad, he did teach me about feelings and how they were okay to have, but that <laughs> didn't make me gay. But uh, Mr. Rogers said this, and I, and I just love this quote. He said, For me, as for all children, the world can seem a scary place to live. There was always something that my mother did that I've always remembered. She said, Always look for the helpers. There's always someone who's trying to help. I did, and I came to see that the world is full of doctors, nurses, policemen, firemen, volunteers, neighbors, and friends who are ready to jump in when things go wrong. So I just want to say, family to me, that's just me, does not always mean blood. I was adopted, as was my sister. My mother had uh, my older brother. Uh, and his father died, leaving my mother a widow. And then my father fell in love with her. They married, adopted me, and then my sister later on. All mashed together. That's DNA from far and wide. But she's my sister, and he's my brother. And no matter what the biologist says, I will always be Jack's boy. I'll always be Jack and Elma's boy. Dad died this year. And I quoted Lou Reed and Hunter Thompson in his funeral tribute. <laughs> I'm now in the My Parents Are Dead Club. But you know what? It's okay. Because Batman is the president of that club. Uh, my family is really the people that I have around me. My family is my wonderful wife, Suzanne. And instead of thanking me for this podcast, you should really be thanking her. Because it's only through her, through her love and support that this thing happened and continues. Uh, my family are also uh, the Geek Show guys. Uh, JMV, rest in peace, always. Uh, Shannon, my lifelong friend. You got nowhere to go but up, buddy. <laughs> Uh, Lee, whom I learn something from every time we talk. He is my Obi-Wan. Jimmy, you continue to kill it every time like magic. Uh, Jay, who I'm so proud of. Uh, we're going to say we knew him when. Trust me. 
Uh, Tony, you continue to be the rock and the ninja of this show. Believe it or not, you do both. James is the extra wind that I needed in my sails when I was feeling heavy in the water. I love you all. Again, I'm not breaking down yet. I'm holding in there. Uh, besides the helpers, though, what I think Travis... I think he found the strength inside of him. Yes, he had outside help, but I think that he found the strength inside of him to push on. But when we don't have family around us to help, we need to find the strength within. And however you do this, it's none of my business. But I have a suggestion. As the days kept getting closer and I knew the fireside chat was coming, I was dreading it because I just had no words. I still don't. Then I saw a tweet from Kay O'Shea. I don't know Kay. It just That's just the way the internet works. But it clicked. Kay wrote, In 2017, be Princess Leah. Fight on the front lines. Strangle fascists with the chains that they would have you wear. And be a motherfucking general. Guys, we got to be Princess Leia this year. Seriously. Look at that. Fight on the front lines. Think about what idiots Han and Luke are in A New Hope. I mean, <laughs> running around the Death Star. She rescued Han, Luke, and Chewie. Somebody has to save our skins. Into the garbage shoot, Flyboy. Remember that? And all that after watching her home planet be destroyed. Talk about fight on the front fucking lines. Strangle the fascists with the chains that they would have you wear. We can all do this in our lives in one way or another. Think of Leah overpowering Jabba. Such a powerful image to draw strength from. And finally, be a motherfucking general. Well said, Kay. Well said. I'll go one step further. Be Carrie Fisher in 2017. She went through the shit all right. And she held her head high. And if you don't believe me, read Postcards from the Edge or watch Wishful Drinking if you can. And then you'll know where the princess, excuse me, General Organa gets her strength from. She said this quote in Wishful Drinking on finding happiness. I love this. Sometimes you can only find heaven by backing away from hell. I just love that. So let's be Carrie Fisher this year, guys. Let's dig down deep and find that badass general and take charge. Hey, I made it through. How about that? It's a first. We love you. Live long and prosper, y'all. Look, I know that's from Trek. Don't be that geek. It's 2017 for Crom's sake, all right? Now go. Go do what you've got to do. We love you. We'll see you. We'll see you here back next week. I'm just going to sit here and listen to Pink Floyd, if you don't mind.